Yo, yes, sir. Back with it. Another episode of From the Nosebleeds, episode 47. You already know, it's your boy Joe. We back, we back at it again. And I got my main guy with me, of course, Corey C6. Gang, gang, what's up, what's up? It's in the building. In the billy. Maybe I'm just gonna... <laughs> and that new, that new little EP or or song that freestyle he dropped. Oh yeah, go literally get that. the other day. Go get that. Hey, got to download it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mo, Mo is better. Hey man, he's on the rise for sure. Um, every time I think that gets the show pumping, and um, man. Ooh. But anyways, we're going to get right into <laughs> what's going on, because um, there's been a lot going on, a lot of non, non-sport-related topics have been mm-hmm. happening in the sports world, um, have been going on, and we're going to get right into it, man. Um, this Kyrie situation has been buzzing the news for about a couple of weeks now. Uh-huh. And um, it's been kind of getting out of hand. You know, I know the argument was, and well, let me back up. Um, it's about, Con- it's not, not Kanye, sorry. Kyrie um, being anti-Semitic and um, making tweets about an anti-Semitic movie and getting the backlash about it and basically degrading the Jews and um, Jewish people and, and things of that religion and, and nation. Um, and he got a lot of backlash about it. And uh, I think where it boils down, right, because when it comes in the NBA, I understand from a certain standpoint, because when certain people make certain gestures or comments about a religion, gender, or whatever, in the past, there has been suspensions. And I know that's why um, other commentators have brought it up, like, you know, for making certain comments or about certain things, you should be suspended, you know what I'm saying? Whether if it was a gay, transgender, or whatever the case may be, like, former athletes have made these type of slurs and been suspended. So basically they're trying to say, like, keep that same energy. You know what I'm saying? Uh Um, um, Based off what's going on in here. But, I mean, I can go on and on, but I would like to hear your input on the situation as a whole um, on what's going on. Most definitely. I mean, just to start off with, is there a bigger mess in the sports world right now than the, the Brooklyn Nets? I mean... Geez, they just have so much going on. Everything from, you know, the losing record to, uh, you know, Ben Simmons underperforming for the start of the year to now this stuff with Kyrie to, you know, supposedly wanting to hire Ime Udoka. Like, what a freaking mess right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For <laughs> Seriously. sure. Seriously. 
Seriously, I mean, they if if NBA had like a version of a hard knocks, they would need to cover the Brooklyn Nets because like they deserve <laughs> a, a, a reality show for how crazy this is right now. I agree, uh, but I mean, yeah, man, the Kyrie situation, it's 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 I want to say it's a mess and it's a joke and it's ridiculous, but it's Kyrie Irving. Like this is not unexpected to me. He he's always in some type of controversy. Always saying some type of stupidity, you know. Always right. trying his best to be this different, fake, intellectual, woke, you know, hotel <laughs> type dude. Like it's just, I'm I'm over. It. I really am. It's honestly, and you almost you almost called him Kanye instead of Kyrie, and I see yeah, why. Like, I know. I know. <laughs> these dudes have so much in common. It's ridiculous. Or this crazy stuff. Close enough. It, yeah. It, it just this stuff doesn't phase me anymore with these two dudes. So. I'm just I'm over it, man. They they gave him a little five game suspension, and for some reason I think they're extending it into six games, and gave him the little you know laundry list of stuff he has to do in order to come back. Um, it's just a joke, man. I mean, regardless of all the apologies and the half a million dollars they donated and all that, that's not gonna change this dude. It's it's really mm-hmm. not. I mean, it's it's not coming from the heart. We know that. Uh, he's just doing it just to get back on the court. So I mean, it is what it is. I guess chalk it up to the game and, and keep it moving. But I mean, this is who he is. This is it, and I hope that. At some point, other team owners realize he's not worth the hassle. I hope the mm-hmm. Lakers hear that. Yeah, I hope any other team that was considering trading for him hears that. This dude is, is not worth the trouble. It's really not. Um, I, yeah, man. I mean, I, I totally agree. I think that the situation with Kyrie, it's like a roller coaster. It's, 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 up and down, and you never know where in the big drop is coming. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, <laughs> and you don't, even, you don't even know if you're strapped in all the way. <laughs> Are we gonna make it or not? <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. It's tough because it's like, golly, uh, what next? What 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 now? Yeah. Um, and we hope to think that you know Kyrie has changed and Kyrie has done his due diligence and things like that. Uh, but it's like, you know, this man still never learns, um, never learns his lesson. And um, when, but when it comes down to it, right, when it uh, with this list, with this list that they made him do or supposedly he's supposed to do, um, do I think it was a little too much? I, I think so. Um, I think it was like, all right, um, the list was a little bit too much. He did it. Um, he, he had a suspension. He sat with Adam Silver the other day, Mm -hmm. um, to kind of go over, um, you know, his beliefs and everything like that and get a better understanding of the situation. Mm -hmm. Um, however, it's like, what do you expect? It's it's Kyrie. Like, right. like what what do you honestly expect out of a person that has been known for doing things out of the ordinary and just really being a part of the spotlight, not in a good way? I mean, from a person who thinks the world is flat, like, <laughs> what do you expect from that type of person? Like, exactly. Like, <laughs> not much. Not much. Yeah. And it doesn't surprise me, but do I think that the 
that the lens, the the six things that he had to do was a little bit excessive. Um, I do think so. Um, however, it still doesn't negate the fact that he was even put in this situation to begin with, because. To to make that tweet, that's to go out your way to do certain things like that. It's just like why, like why, like what's your angle? Why do you want to prove yourself of, of trying to make this type of? I, I, I that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like why? Bro, I I I think he thinks he's like Jesse Owens or like. Jackie Robinson or like you know I'm like I think in his head he thinks he's like some martyr or some uh I, I don't know does he really I, in his head I think he does granted it's his head I mean it is obviously a lot different from others but in Correct. his mind in his mind I truly think he's trying to stand up for what's right and change the game and change you know how we view athletes and politics and athletes and your religion and, you know, athletes and racism. Like, I think he's trying to be the one, which is fine. That, that's fine. I'm, I'm down with that, but mm-hmm. he's not the face that I want representing me as right. a, you know, as a black person, as a, as a uh, forward thinker, as a, you know, as a human being, you know what I mean? He, Kyrie Irving is not the face I want representing me because he's way too far out there. Like, Way he, too far. What, what he's doing and the way he's going about it, I can't get behind that. I can't. I maybe can get behind the message, but his his way of doing it, I just personally can't. I get behind that. No. No. Um. I I think that he he. I don't know if he's his modern day Malcolm X, uh, I, Martin Luther. Yep. Whatever. But I think he needs to stop it. Stop the cap. Stop it. Uh, <laughs> like that Michael Jordan meme. Like, let's stop it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I, I don't like this chill out, do play ball, and continue with your day, bro. Make your money. Like, you want to set yourself up for, you know, next season. Clearly, you're not playing for the next next year, but you do not want to mess up your chances with the Lakers either. Or any other team. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And granted, it's not... I wouldn't say it's that big of a deal, because it is. Because you're 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 hurting your image at this point. And it's just like, do teams really want this distraction? Yeah. And are you always going to be this type of distraction every year? And it's like, oh my gosh. Bro. I mean, my man just lost his biggest sponsorship. Like, for Nike to drop you? That's huge. That's, that's huge. I mean, Kyrie Kyrie damn near has one of the best selling basketball shoes out there. So for Nike, to exactly. And I like Kyrie, the new Kyrie's. Absolutely, absolutely. The kids love them. Like I mean, regardless of all the craziness on the court, like man could sell some some shoes and apparel and and whatnot. But for Nike mm-hmm. to drop you as one of their top selling, you know, faces, that's that says something, bro. That really does. Yeah, that says something about your brand, about what you, about what you stand for, yeah. and it's just like. Tighten up, bro. Yeah, you gotta yeah. tighten up. Yep. Um, but you know, in other news, like there's been a lot of good things going on in the NBA that's been very surprising. Right. Um, what what do you think uh as far as the recap goes, which team has really been sticking out 
Um, what are some good positive things that you've been liking in the NBA so far? Uh man, uh number one is easy, bro. The the Utah Jazz. I mean, <laughs> man, what is yes, sir. <laughs> yes, what is surprise? What are they? I think last time I checked the second best record in the NBA, if I believe. I believe second that's best record, number yeah, one in the, the East, number one number, in the West. Yeah, number one in the West. I mean, wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, George where Clarkson, this come from? Jordan Clarkson, Laurie Markinen, and I can't even name the rest of the, the staff. I mean, Mike Conley, I Colin, guess. Colin, Colin Sexton. Oh, Sexton, um, true, true. So I can't even name um, the starting five, if I'm being honest with you. Yeah, Mike Conley's in there. Okay. He's still okay. close with him. Got you, got you. Uh, Sorry, but yeah, I mean... Wow, <laughs> what a surprise! Now, can I say I've been watching every game and watching this greatness? No, I have not. Uh, but mm -hmm. I mean, I've seen highlights and I've seen the numbers they're putting up and the energy that they're coming with, um, and the excitement. And I think this just is a result of when you remove, you know, your I don't want to call them ball hogs, but when you remove, you know, mm -hmm. those primary ball handlers from the team from the situation, you know, in terms of Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. Uh, mm -hmm. You opened up the court for so many other people to shine. And I think that's what's really going on right now. We always knew Utah was a deep team, but now they're really able to showcase that talent. Um, so, I mean, I think they are definitely, in my turn, in my opinion, uh, the biggest surprise of the season so far. Yeah, man, I, I, I totally agree. I think Utah shocked a lot of people. Um, they called, uh... <laughs> I seen a tweet the other day. Saying, uh, I'm gonna tell my grandchildren this was uh Superman and Batman, uh, referring to uh Jordan Clarkson and, and Laurie Marketing. Uh, obviously, um, not far off, man. <laughs> they, they are hooping. I mean, Laurie Marketing is really coming to his own, and Jordan Clarkson is just like, I mean, first of all, former six man, um, candidate of the year yep. candidate. Yep. Um, I mean, he the bench last year so this doesn't come to surprise but mm -hmm. laurie marketing is really like like he, he went from who to like oh <laughs> damn now i know his name you know what I'm he went from what? exactly he exactly said, you got yeah. we got laurie harvey and laurie Hark marketing like it's known <laughs> exactly, <now. laughs> exactly it's well like, known <laughs> i want the laurie harvey now i want marketing you know what i'm saying so, exactly um, Household name, man. Um, he they they they're definitely in the run for you know some all star, all star um spots this year. If they keep doing what they're doing, I really love what they're doing. Um, another team that I really like this year. Noise. Um, I like what Atlanta's been doing. Yes, for they, sure. they've been really solid. That duo, sure. that yep. duo between, um, you know, Trey Young and mm -hmm. Murray and all those mm -hmm. boys, like getting healthy and mm -hmm. and really just thriving. Man, those those boys are looking really great. Um, but this team is not doing the greatest, right? But I mm -hmm. have to give a shout out to. For that number one pick, because they never miss this goal. <laughs> this Pablo, Pablo, yes, he is a dog. 
boy, Hooper. Oh Hooper. my gosh, bro. Yes. And, they, and shoot, they on a the little two game winning streak, being in some really yeah. good teams. <laughs> bro, have you just watched him play? Yes, 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 I have. It is. Bro, it's it's scary to me because it's effortless. Like he looks like he's been doing this. Yeah, it seems like he's been in the league for at least four or five years already. Yeah, facts, facts. He, with with already two or three all stars under his belt. Yes, and I'm just like, hold on, bro. Like you was tripping right now. You're yeah. not playing like no regular rookie. Not at all. He wasn't even doing this at Duke, to be honest with you. That's what I'm saying. That's, what I'm, <laughs> I'm so, that's why I'm so confused. He's like driving. Pulling up, wet, like not even touching, not even thinking about touching the rim. It's just oh, sheesh. exactly. Like the, 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 that's what I'm saying. Like the yes. the net is screaming. The net is screaming when he hits the ball. <laughs> it's like how he's hitting these three pointers. Yes. Like, bro, it it is special to see. Absolutely. Uh, obviously. Like runaway rookie of the year. I don't. Who other like what? What is there, is there another rookie there that's even worth talking about? Maybe the um the center or the forward from um from Indiana. I mean, honestly, no. I don't. I don't think it's gonna be much of a race at all if he can stay healthy. No, as long as he can stay healthy, yeah, give you give you at least I'll say 55, 60 games. Oh yeah, he's got it in the bag for sure. For sure. Oh, oh, uh, <laughs> in the bag isn't even a word, man. This guy is really just coming to his own, and I think that, sheesh, I think the number one pick for Orlando always we we don't. I tell you that no. much. We did it with the yeah. white. We did it with Shaq. And this guy right here is definitely going to be the future franchise. We got to put some pieces around him. Um, But, man, that's special. Yeah, Uh, you you did not miss. But let me tell you, do do not give this one up, please. Do not give this one up. Yeah. Hold on. I mean, give him, like, super max, whatever you need to do for him. (laughs) Like, you got to give it to him. Yeah. You got to. For sure. Like, um, that needs to happen. Obviously, the teams, when it comes down to uh, the ones that just look really good so far and polished are the Milwaukee Bucks. And um, I had an argument with um, a few friends of mine the other day about who I thought would go to the Eastern Conference Finals. And mm-hmm. I said that it would be, I said that it would be the Cavs in Boston. And I said this for a reason. I said the Cavs, if the Cavs, no, if the Milwaukee Bucks see Boston, they'll possibly be Boston. They'll most likely be Boston. Mm-hmm. But if they see the Cavs, I don't think they'll beat the Cavs. And to my defense, my discussion was, or my debate was, um, I don't think Chris Middleton has it anymore. Uh, I think he's starting to become 
granted when he when he's healthy he's good but he hasn't been sustainable for the past two years mm-hmm. and once the little injuries come about like they're gonna start flowing in and they need Christian Middleton um to make it to the next level um however I would like to get your input on that and who do you think is gonna be in the Eastern Conference Finals this year it's very rare that I agree with your takes, but I do agree <laughs> with that one. I honestly, I agree with that one. I can see the Cavs uh, giving the Bucks a run for their money in terms of going to the Eastern Conference Finals, uh, for yes. sure. However, I don't agree with the Chris Middleton thing. I, I think he's fine. I think he's just still kind of getting back into the groove after last year's you know, injury. Uh, but mm-hmm. I think he'll be fine when it counts the most. But what I do think presents the biggest challenge is size. Um, mm. the, si- the size of the Bucks is what kills most teams. I mean, you got Giannis, you got Brooke Lopez, you got Bobby Portis, you got some big bodies. Um, but so do the Cavaliers. I mean, we're talking, we're talking Mobley, we're talking Jared Allen. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know their backcourt's a little small, but when we talk about, you know, small forward through center, uh, we're talking monsters. So, um, I think they're evenly matched when it comes to that. And from there, it's just a matter of scoring. And just right. looking on paper, I mean, I would have to give that edge to uh, to Cleveland. They got the, mo- they got the most shooters. So, um, yeah, I'm honestly, I'm not mad at that take at all. I could see Cleveland going the distance in terms of making it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, so, yeah, I think I think that would be, honestly, my pick. I'm, I'm between Milwaukee and I'm between Cleveland. Uh, I see Boston kind of taking a step back this year. Um, just just a little bit um, until they can kind of solidify their rotation and their coaching situation. Um, and then out the West, I mean, man, it, it's going to be a toss-up in the West, to be honest with you. Oh, um, Big toss-up. I, I know we just finished talking about Utah, obviously. So um, as much as we did praise them, talk about how, you know, how overwhelming they are, they're not going anywhere. I mean, <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's not no, get ahead of ourselves. No, nah, no, nah, it's a cute story. You know what I'm saying? Like they might make this the six C seven C, but come on, are they not? They're not making any noise. No. Um, but in the West, I mean, I, you got to give the Clippers a shot with the mm-hmm. with the healthy Kawhi. Um, and the way they're managing right, him right now, I think they you know they may have a shot. Um, and other than that, I mean, if Phoenix maybe. Just because they've done it for the last few years, but I still don't see I don't see what they've added to help get them over the hump. So the the West is a bit of a toss-up for me. I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I agree. That's why I'm kind of like not really talking about them as much. Mm-hmm. Like because the West is you don't know. You don't yeah. really know. Like what, what we see right now is like, uh all these last, you know, second half of the season. Yeah. Um, I don't think so. I mean, I think as far as the West, I I think the Clippers are going to come out of the West when they become mm-hmm. healthy. Once Kyrie gets off his little um high horse, mm-hmm. I mean, not Kawhi. I mean, not Kyrie. Kawhi gets off his little high horse. Um, and literally, I'm saying basketball because like right now he's just playing because he just doesn't want to. Right. And um, I think when they get in the play mode, they can make us some noise. Uh, I, I do think Golden State is obviously going to be in the picture. Um, I do think Golden State will go back to the to the East Western Conference Finals. But, I mean, I like Denver, um, Phoenix. 
should make it, but you mm-hmm. don't know what's yeah. going on there. It's just a little bit rock. Yeah. And I think that, like, I don't know. Like, they're off of that finals high. Uh, they're just, they just been going down lately. Like, yeah. It's really going down. And, and uh, it's hard uh, to gauge what they're doing. I want to throw in, too, and I don't know if anyone's talked about this. I haven't heard it anywhere, but with the changes that Adam Silver made to the playoff format, um, I know the whole point was to kind of, you know, encourage uh, or discourage tanking. You know what I mean? Encourage some of those lower teams to let them know they still have a shot at the playoffs by sliding Keep into playing, the, yeah. the tournament. But mm-hmm. what I think is also happening as a result is that it's making the regular season a little less meaningful for a lot of these top teams. Because I think this year we're seeing a lot of your top tier teams getting off to slow starts. Um, mm. And I think the reason is now teams realize it really doesn't matter where I'm seated. What's the benefit of me going, you know, 72 and 0 or sorry, 72 and 9, 72 and 10 uh, and get the number one seed versus I can chill. I can get the 10 seed and just win through the tournament and get in the same way. You know what I mean? Like, I don't see that sense of urgency anymore from some of the teams we're used to seeing. When we talk about Mm -hmm. the Clippers, we talk about the Heat, we talk about the the Celtics. Like these are teams who are some are sub 500 and they don't even seem to be panicking. It's like, oh, well, you know, we can still slide into the 10th seed, 9th seed and still be good. You know what I mean? Because we know we can turn it in, turn it on. Yeah, we can get into the playing game. Exactly. Exactly. So um, that that's going to be interesting to kind of watch over the course of the season and beyond. Yeah, um, that's a great point uh, because it's like you're right when it comes down to um, these playing games. And I thought it was only going to be a a, a COVID thing, mm-hmm. but now that he implemented it officially and like it's a like it's going to be a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I like the idea. It's not a bad idea, right? Like, it's Absolutely. Not, you know what I'm saying? Like, I like it, and um, but I feel like. For your point, the reasons being, they still feel like, oh, okay, like I can still be okay and mm-hmm. then just turn up when I want to, which is a bad mindset. But I mean, over a long season, I I I kind of get it. But yeah, I do too. I do too. I mean, I really saying? don't think it matters. Just from a fan perspective, I'm less inclined to watch regular season because, like, I'm not in a rush to watch it. I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait and watch it when things get interesting. You know, after Christmas, right. and big, that, big, that's bigger my... games and yeah, things like exactly. that. But like, exactly, I'm not rushing to the TV. Oh, I gotta, I gotta watch this game. No. Right. Exactly. So, um, exactly. Now, in the Lakers standpoint, just don't worry about it because y'all just suck. But, oh no, they can chill. They can chill. Like yeah, they yeah. can just they, just don't worry about a thing. You're not yeah. even making the playing game. No. So let's just get that out the way. Um, but uh, transitioning to um the NFL, man, the yes, NFL sir. has been getting down. We're in the second part of the season. Yeah. Second half of the season already. Um, man, slow down. Please slow down a little bit. Like <laughs> golly. Chill out. But we're in a good part of the season, man. And um, we're looking into NFL MVP races. Um, The trades have already been done and set. These teams or the players have been settled in. Mm -hmm. And they're looking good, man. Um, So who do you think, in your eyes, what team has really been like, bro, they're still at it? And still there, MVP candidates. What you got, man? 
Who you like? I've been loving everything I've been seeing this NFL season. Um, it's everything I asked for, you know what I mean? Um, very mm-hmm. intriguing, a lot of standouts, a lot of star performances. But, I mean, the top teams have been extremely impressive with the way Philadelphia has just been running through teams every mm-hmm. week. And it seems like they're only getting better. Uh, that's kind of scary, you know what only I mean? Only better. Um, at this rate, if they continue, if they – let's see. I don't think they'll go undefeated, but I think if they don't no. lose – if they don't lose any more than two games, I could see Jalen Hurts as an MVP candidate for sure. For sure. I agree. Um, I agree I know, now. Yeah. I Before, I didn't because he has a lot of support on that team as well. I mean, great defense, great receivers, obviously, good running game. So he has a lot of help doing it. But um, more and more every week, he's he's winning in different ways. Now it's not just with the legs. Now he's winning from the pocket. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. Uh, to see that, that to me, that's MVP candidate material right there. Uh, so definitely a fan of uh, Hurts and the Eagles for sure. Uh, obviously, Buffalo Bills. I mean, come on, man. They <laughs> they have all the pieces. They have all yeah. the pieces in it. It starts with Josh Allen, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely got to keep eyes on them. But I can't believe I'm saying this, but I, I got to talk about your boy. Ooh. I, I got to talk about your boy. <laughs> the GOAT. Talk to me. They're not looking good. They they are not looking good right now. Man, we won right this morning. Now, they won they this did win this morning. They did this morning. Uh, but right now, Giselle is laughing at Tom Brady right now. She she is <laughs> laughing at Tom Brady in the books, saying, "I told you so." Look yeah. at your dumb ass. Like, what are you doing? Right. However, I believe there's a turnaround coming. Oh, I yeah. do. I believe there's a turnaround coming. Oh, um, yeah. I believe through hell or high water, Tom Brady's going to find a way to still lead this team into the playoffs and mm-hmm. make a deep and make a deep run. I, I deep really run. do. Like in my heart of hearts, I do. Number one, it's because of schedule. Uh, the Bucks schedule gets easier from here on out, starting with the win today over in Germany. Breeze. Um, so super breeze. I mean. I think that's going to be what the team needs to give them time to get healthy, to get into a flow. Mm-hmm. I can see them going on like a little, I don't know, five, six game winning streak, marching into yeah. the playoffs. I really could. Like something in me just tells me that that's what's going to happen. It um, is. So, I mean, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that, to seeing that. So that that's kind of, that's where I stand right now in terms of my top, I guess I gave you three teams. So that, that's kind of where we're at right now. Um, no, I agree. I think this win, uh, this morning was the start. Um, we're heading into a bye next week. And then after that, it's going to be on everybody. You know what I'm saying? The division Mm -hmm. this year sucks in the NFC South. So we're in the top of the division at five and five. So, um, that is also helps a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, Man, I love what I'm seeing out of Seattle. Um, I thought they were a tank like team for sure, but Gino in my mind already has comeback player of the year. Hey, they've been calling. He ain't pick Come- up though. <laughs> <laughs> comeback player of the year for Gino Smith, man. He has proven all the naysayers wrong. Yes, he's finally coming into his own in like the ninth season, ninth or tenth season, <laughs> finally. And Boy, they're putting some Dino. respect. They're putting some respect on his name. Yes, for sure, and well deserved, bro. Six and four, leading the Seattle Seahawks to 
in the division where they have San Fran, Los Angeles Rams, and the Cardinals. Yeah. One of the story. hardest divisions. What a story. And it's like, golly, bro, I, you can't not notice it. And it's just like, it's special. It's special yep. to see. And I'm glad for him. Um, another team that no one's really talking about and is on a really good run right now, the Vikings. The Vikings have slowly but surely been creeping in there, and they're seven and one oh, with a six oh, game oh, with oh, oh. <laughs> excuse me. Sorry, sorry about that. Excuse me. Damn, the disrespect is hard. <laughs> <laughs> Is is real this morning? Um, hey man, six game winning streak. They've been beating some really solid teams. Hey, they're they're winning the division. Now their division isn't crazy, obviously, but seven and one is really good. Um, and they really have a really solid team. Hopefully, they. I I really don't believe in Kirk Cousins, but he's been playing really well. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, Dalvin Cook's been healthy. Jetta has been healthy. So they remain healthy. Adam Thielen and them boys. I don't know, man. We'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, you already mentioned the Eagles. There's, there's nothing to be said about that. They're great. Yep. Yep. Simple. Simple. They're great. <laughs> they're, they're great this year. They're gonna be the team to be. They they may make it to the Super Bowl. I'm gonna say Absolutely. it that way. Yeah, um, they're they, they the only thing that can stop themselves. That's it. Yeah, like, just they, them alone. they're That's literally it. the only team that can stop themselves. Yep. Um, Kansas City, they look good as well too. Um, you can't bet against Patrick Mahomes. I've starting to realize that, and um, they're gonna be in the root. Um, they're gonna be in the hunt as well too. But I honestly think that you know it's gonna be. Pretty much a, you know, the the NFC Championship game. I see Eagles and Bucks. That's to break it down. Mm, and I would love that actually. And Bills, that. and Bills in Kansas City. But I'm gonna say that's that's what everyone wants to see. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say Bills and Ravens. They're mm. gonna get healthy in the right time. Mm. And the Ravens. Like, I know Lamar Jackson's tired of all the talk. He ain't getting paid. He's going to get, first of all, he's going to get paid after this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, let's, let's, let's be clear. He's going to get oh, paid for sure. after this season. Oh, yeah. But the big um, he's tired of just losing in the playoffs. And I think that they're going to make some real good runs and they're all going to be healthy at the right time. They're not healthy now, but they're going to get healthy at the right time to where Lamar can um, shine and do his thing. So I think it's going to be um, AFC, Bills, and the Ravens. Hopefully, Josh Allen's injury isn't that crazy this week. Um, there's been word that he's not going to play um, today. But, you know, for elbow, the rest is elbow for a little bit. I mean, I understand, but we'll see. We'll see. Bro, I, I want to back you on that Ravens take so bad because you know I'm a Lamar stan. I really am. You know I am. But but the Ravens have just had the worst luck when it comes to these injuries where I just think it's too much. I really do. I mean, especially when we talk about specifically to running back, 
Uh, they have not had a healthy running back for more than two years now. And when we mm. come to the when it comes to that time of year, playoff season, Super Bowl season, you got to have that strong running game. And I just I just don't see it. Obviously, they got Lamar. I, I get that he, he's seventy percent of the running game. But for the other thirty percent, like who is going to carry them? They just they constantly have this crazy rotation of. Gus getting hurt, J.K. Dobbins getting hurt, bringing in Kenyon Drake, who's been on 30 different teams right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, can't even think of who else they have on their running back committee, but it's just it's crazy to me that they just cannot catch a break with these injuries. So I just – I to me, I think this is the one year where Lamar just – it's too much for him to overcome on his own. I really do, sadly. I, I agree, but that's what I mean by, like, them getting – them getting – healthy at the right time because mm-hmm. like once everyone's there and Gus is fully ready and um what well, he should be next week and uh JK Dobbins is fully ready and off IR um they're gonna have the good run game and Rashad Bateman coming off injury they're gonna have the team to be like okay let's make a move let's make let's make the matchup right and um, keep the ball rolling. I mean, we'll see. They injuries are gonna take a place, you know, mm-hmm. but they have to Facts. be, you know, be in that in that category when it comes down to it. So we'll see, man. We'll see. But I believe in Lamar. I believe in Lamar, and I believe in what they got going on. So it should be fun. It yeah. should be fun. Um. But yeah, man, we're gonna talk about these old heads, these granddaddies in the game. Cause I wanted to save it for that. Uh Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Um are they falling off a cliff? Um and what do you think seeing Aaron Rodgers get destroyed week after week? However, uh, Tom Brady's in a different situation. Uh, TB12 is in a totally different situation. Uh, he's got the supporting cast. He has the excellent running game. He has the amazing receivers surrounding him, plus a solid defense to where he doesn't have to do everything the way Aaron Rodgers does. Um, he can just go out there, and even with his skill set diminishing a little bit, he can still perform, and they can still succeed. So I, mm-hmm. I think he's in a totally different boat um, than Aaron Rodgers is. Now, I'll kind of cap this off by saying, this is the last year for Tom Brady. This is it. Uh, he, he's got to retire after this year, bro. Every For everything that this year has, this toll is taken on his his body, <laughs> his relationship, his family, like just yeah. his name in general, um, this has got to be it. I mean, win or lose, championship, doesn't matter. You may not go riding off into the sunset, but, bro, this, is, this has got to be it. Oh, man. Um, I don't know, man. I beg to differ. <laughs> Mm. I think he's going to keep <laughs> I mean, I know he has I mean, to now. I mean, sure, I, you, got, you got nothing I think, at home. I think he got nothing at home. I think it was, the divorce was finalized. Yep. Like officially finalized, finalized. And yep. now I think that he's just like, bro, like he said to himself, I don't plan on retiring anytime soon. Like, <laughs> At this point, now he can now he can hoop for it. Now he can ball. 
it's just like, oh man, I might as well. I mean, I, mean, I got about one more, two more years in me left. <laughs> um, I I do think, I mean, to your, I mean, I, he should retire. I think he there should be a time to where like you call it quits. You know what I'm saying? Like, you need to you need to be in a situation to where it's like, all right, enough is enough. Time is up, and you know what I'm saying you. That's what it should be. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Do but, like if you don't want to say call it quits, just say it's time to evolve. Like that's it's it. time to evolve. <laughs> it's time it. to new chapter. Whatever you exactly. want to call it. <laughs> um, whatever you want to call it, call it that. But um, I think we'll see. But according to Todd Brady, this man like, hey, I got breath. I'm healthy. <laughs> Till the wheels fall off. Um, <laughs> let's make it ride. Um, however, uh, when it comes to Aaron Rodgers, I think, oh man, he, when, that's like you said, when he is a little full of himself Mm -hmm. and when you get to a point where you feel like you're untouchable and you're not, you're, you're irreplaceable and you're just above everything. I think that's when it gets a little weird for you. And I think right now he's really starting to feel that that energy. And um he he's still a good quarterback, right? But I just think it's time for a change of scenery. It's time for a change. It's who, time for a change. Who wants him though? Like who who do you see the way his teammates react to him when he throws them under the bus week after week? Like who wants to be a part of that? I think, I mean, he's still a great, he's back-to-back MVP. He's still Aaron Rodgers. It don't even matter. Anybody would want Aaron Rodgers right now. Like, I guarantee you the Lions would want Aaron Rodgers. I know a bunch of teams right now that would be like, okay, I'll take it. Who who cares? Who cares? Because at the end of the day, he's still a very talented quarterback. Um. But he does need to take a step back and, you know, understand, like, the situation he's in and how he's going to improve the situation he's in Um, because you still can't have that type of – you still have your team and your teammates still need to, you know, be able to believe in you for for them to kind of want to be a part and still play with you, protect you. All these things, um, and keep your stats records and all that stuff. Like it's still a team game. You got to respect that, right? Um, but any any team, bro, would want him. I promise you on that. Okay. Um, but yeah, man. Um, other than that, it's been it's been really good. We've been we talked about a lot today. Um. Any matchups you excited to see today? Ah uh, man, well, I'd be honest with you, I totally forgot that they were playing in Germany today. So I meant to wake up and watch the Bucks game. <laughs> yeah. I completely forgot. They th- they throw me off with these these overseas games. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, to they I'm do. Honestly, they do. I'm not a fan. I don't know about you. <laughs> uh, I mean, I like them, but it's okay. But yeah, I gotta I gotta stay on top of it. You know what I'm saying? I got yeah. I had I had two players playing this morning facts, so facts. um it, it was a good game though i watched a little bit of it i watched yeah. a little bit of it. i ain't catch it all okay i watched a little bit facts 
Facts. I, no, I think today, though, I mean, obviously, you know, my Jags, we, we got a we got an impossible matchup today against the Chiefs. So mm. uh, if we get, if we can keep it within two touchdowns, I'll be happy with that. Like, I'm honestly, I'm good on that. I'm good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, And then outside of that, I'm really, I think, to me, the game of today, the game of the day today should be uh, Cowboys and Packers. Speaking of Aaron Rodgers. Uh, That's I mean, the game of the day. For they're sure. They're looking at. How many straight? They this would be four straight losses. I think mm-hmm. or five. I can't remember, but uh, either way, man. I mean, it, that's gonna be a mess. And I, they're talking about. I don't know if you've heard, but they're talking about if they continue on this path, probably starting Jordan Love just to see what they got <laughs> in them. Yeah, I, I would love crazy. to see that, bro. I would love to see Aaron Rodgers on the bench watching his team. I, I really would. I am a true <laughs> hater. <laughs> I think everybody would love to see Jordan Love right now, to be honest. <laughs> to be honest. Just to see what kind of camaraderie it would be. Right. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, man, I'm looking forward to uh, a couple of matchups. Um, I'm really interested. In, well, like you said, I mean, that Green Bay Packers game is going to be crazy. Um, For sure. But I'm also interested in the Arizona and LA game. Mm. Um, Rams no game. You said what? No Kyler today. Yeah, no Kyler today. Mm-hmm. And it's a must win. Yep. <laughs> so they have to win <laughs> uh, to kind of like literally, you know, save any chances that they do have or may have uh, right. today. So is, that's going to be interesting to see. Um and uh there's a couple matchups that I'm just like okay we'll see what happens. Um definitely this, uh, this Bears Lions game that should be should be a lot of points in that game and I'm excited to see if Jones can continue to kind of get better week after week. Yeah man, I'm looking forward to that game as well. Mm-hmm. Definitely looking forward to the game and then tonight's game. Like the the, the Chargers and San Fran Yep. I like to see that game, see yep. what's going on. A lot of division rivals and division games today, so I like that. Um, and hopefully I get a dub this week. Hopefully hey. I get a dub this week. That's all I care about, to be honest. I'm not saying I'm rooting for you, but uh, good luck, though. Good luck. <laughs> real, real talk, real talk. Good luck. <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I appreciate any half-ass um, thing that I get today. Okay. <laughs> oh boy but yeah man um that's gonna be a wrap for today um everyone that's watching or listening i appreciate you guys for tuning in as always we're on all platforms apple spotify google Podcasts. we do it all man so tune in to the link on our ig page from the nosebleeds dot no from dot the nosebleeds and we support that we um thank you for the support Corey. appreciate you bro always man appreciate you all right and we out Yeah, sir. Look at that. You already know what time it is. Episode 49. Let's get it. It's your boy, J-Mur, the host of the show. I got my man, man, Troy with me. Hey, yeah, Billy, what's good? What's good?
Hey, man, we better to ride it out. Yes, sir. Yo, what's going on, my guy? How are you what's feeling? What's good, Chief? What's, what's good, man? I'm good. I'm good. We got the we got the link up last weekend. That was cool. We, we did. We did. We did. You know, we turned, <laughs> turned another year older. Yep, another year older. A little Vegas link up. You know what I'm saying? I had to celebrate a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And uh, and uh, it's been it's been interesting. I feel I did definitely feel older. My back started breaking, <laughs> uh, started hurting even more. Exactly. And it's like, man, I want to go. I want to reverse. I want to go backwards. <laughs> this is not fun. <laughs> Literally the next day, I started feeling stuff I never felt before. Exactly. Like, Bro, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Like dead serious. No. The day of, I'm like, nah, nah, nah. I feel a shorter breath as I'm blowing out my candles. Like, what the hell? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, dang, I can't even get to one, two. Exactly. I need an inhaler. (laughs) I leave, man. But it's been fun. It's a blessing. Um, And uh, ready to rock it out for this year and 2023 to come to a year you um but yeah man there's been a lot going on in sports a lot of different things happening college football um we got a lot of controversial topics but um we're gonna get into it though uh but first things first this was kind of breaking news today uh Brittany Griner finally got released from yeah. Russia and she is on the way home. And um, that is really good news. She's been in Russia for about a year now. Um, and I wanted to know your thoughts real quick on that. Man, that is huge, huge news, man. Uh, been saying free BG till it's backwards. It's finally backwards. BG free. Mm-hmm. Uh it's it's crazy. I mean, it's absolutely crazy. Uh, you know, obviously when all this stuff first went down, it was, you know, front of mind. But I think over the past, you know, uh, month to two, things have kind of died down. I think it had almost, you know, gotten kind of forgotten. Um, but I'm, I'm so glad to see that we finally got an update. Glad to see that, you know, people have been working behind the scenes to work out this deal, to make things work, to bring her home. So, man, I'm, I'm super excited. I heard the news when I was driving to work this morning. I messed around and called everybody I knew. Like, like this is like a big deal to me. Like, it, it really was. Um, so, super happy to see uh, that we were able to get that done as, as a country. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, Joe Biden had to get involved. Uh, her wife. Her wife is a real one. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Oh, yeah. For uh, sure. For sure. She definitely has a good one and for definitely sure. pulled all the strings that she could um, to get her wife home. And uh, that that that's a special moment for sure for them. And um, I'm glad to finally see everything rectified and um, her back in the U.S. soil. Uh, I, I don't know how close she'll get to. Uh, when it comes to the NBA, I'm not NBA, sorry, WNBA and everything mm-hmm. like that uh, with her career, but it's baby steps right now. She is back home or on the way back home and everything is uh, looking forward. So proud yeah. of that family um, and good luck to everything that they have going on. Yeah. 
Most definitely. Most definitely. I'm sure I'm sure basketball is probably the last thing on her mind right now. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, but, yeah. But sure. Whenever she's whenever she's ready though, I mean she'll be back on the court dominating the same way she was before she left. I know that for a fact. But exactly. in the meantime, uh, I think her her wife they're gonna be trying to make a baby tonight. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, they're gonna try to make something. They're gonna they're gonna, <laughs> they're gonna try to do whatever. Sure. They're gonna do something they ain't never probably ever done before. But they're gonna do something. <laughs> I promise you that. <laughs> a whole a whole year. A whole year. Exactly. Oh boy, that's a that making is... up to do. That's what I say, you think? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy oh man oh but yeah so we have to have some other interesting news um there were some things happening about the Dallas Cowboys and um off the field we know about you know the potential of getting OBJ and uh, which is a high potential. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, if they did um, get OBJ, it could be a contender. But we can save that topic for another time. Yep. However, um, <clears throat> there was a controversial picture about the owner, Jerry Jones. Um, I believe it was when he was younger. Uh, who knows? Maybe high school whatever the case may be, but he was in a a, a rally for um, it was caught in the picture of a white rally of a black protest and um, it wasn't a black protest or it was a picture of a black people, but they were yep, really... It was, yeah, black student protest, yep. Black student protest, okay. Mm-hmm. And um, Basically, they wanted to kind of, for one, I don't know how the picture even got leaked. It was a random situation. But um, that situation kind of got shrugged under the rug. Um, And the situation that just recently happened when it came down to LeBron James and, and the response when it came to him, um, he was never asked about the situation and he brought it up to the media and that caused a big stir. Um, how do you feel about that whole situation from from the beginning until the LeBron um, mentioning it to, to where it is now and how the media handled it? Yeah, this is definitely an interesting topic for sure. Heard a few different opinions on it. And I guess just for a little more, just a little more background, uh, so the picture was him standing in front of the black students um, way back when they had the Little Rock Nine, which was right. you know, the black students trying to get into the the hospital, the high school that was all white. Um, and they're basically being prevented from getting into school. And so Jerry Jones is kind of seen in that crowd that's preventing the black students from coming into the school. Uh, right. That's that's the picture that's being portrayed. Uh, a little more background on this. This picture's from 1957. So we're talking almost 60, almost 60, 70 years ago um, right. with this picture being taken. So while it definitely looks bad, I don't know if we can hold today's Jerry Jones accountable for the actions back then. And on top of that, like he's not, I can't even say actions because he's not doing anything in the picture. Like he's seen standing in the crowd. He's looking on, but I mean, he's not being combative. He's not, 
you know, physically restraining these kids. He's just literally a face in the crowd. Um, I can't sit here and say I've never been the face in the crowd of, you know, something negative that was occurring. I've been in, in several crowds I should not have been, you know what I mean? But sure, luckily, sure. you know, pictures pictures weren't snapped of me, and I'm also – I'm nobody. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. a few billion dollars away from being Jerry Jones. So, <laughs> uh, But, however, I absolutely gained a lot of respect for LeBron for bringing light to this because uh, mm. without his comments, I would have never heard about this, and I'm sure a lot of other people feel the same way. Uh, this would have been, like you said, would have been swept under the rug. Yeah. Um, even with LeBron bringing it up, it still got swept under the rug, you know what I mean? Um outside of his comments i still haven't heard anyone mention it haven't heard anyone comment on it chastise on it uh have an opinion on it you know what i mean but uh shout out to lebron for using his uh his voice you know what i mean his platform to bring attention to things like these because these are things we should be questioning uh, i'm not saying jerry don't should be in any, any type of trouble for it necessarily but these are things we should be questioning same way we you know we question athletes when they're seen you know, with, with certain crowds, you know, holding certain substances, you know, I mean? like whatever the case is, like they get questioned. Why right. are our our owners and our leaders not held to the same standard? So I, I fully support LeBron's sentiment. Um, no, I, I totally agree. However, I feel like as the owner mm-hmm. of a franchise and America's team and just like you represent so much more than yourself. Granted, were you in the was this like a wrong place at a wrong time type of picture? I don't think so. I think mm-hmm. you 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 knew what you were doing. You know, I think I, I like because at the time you have a choice to be involved in stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you didn't have to be involved in that type of situation. Like, it wasn't like, oh, you know, the picture was taken. He just so happened to be there. Mm-hmm. Nah, like, you were, you were, you were involved. You know what I'm saying? And it, it kind of, in my eyes, shed light a little bit to his character. Because at the end of the day, granted, yeah, do you own a team with majority black players? Obviously. Um, and do you hold anything against them? I don't think so. No, I, I think, I mean, from what I hear, he's a really good guy, good owner, but he's always kind of had some weird tendencies. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's always kind of had some kind of weird tendencies. And um, especially when it came to, like, the Kaepernick situation and stuff like that. Like, he was really indifferent about those situations. And um, I think that the team themselves really had to – had to get to him to make sure that he, they in, that kind of involved were were involved in that little type of protest, but still Jerry Jones's way just to kind of not get away from the because the whole NFL was doing it because after the whole NFL was doing it, it's like okay, now nah, I really got I got to do something. I got to at least attempt. So then right. now I can't really. Uh, you know, suspend players and do stuff like that if they want to do that. 
Cause that's what he wanted to do. Like he wanted, oh, if you put the fist up, if you do all this, then uh, like like a like take away rights type stuff. Right. Um. So, granted, do I think that's his full character? No, but who knows? Who knows what's going on behind closed doors? Can At the you? end of the day, you just want to win. These are the players that you have to win, and this is the modern day era. And you don't want to be a part of this cancer culture, but is that part of who you are? Maybe. Can you but really you... hold him accountable for something that happened in 1957, though? Like, I mean... I'm not saying I'm holding him accountable, no. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is, is that a little bit a part of him? Yes. Because at the end of the day, that was still a choice. He didn't have to be involved in that. Mm-hmm. I, like I said, that wasn't a coincidence. That wasn't like uh that wasn't like he was walking by in the picture and he just so happened to be caught up. No, that was like you were like literally being involved in that. You know what I'm saying? So that shows a little bit of your character. Am I saying that you should be chastised for it? Uh no, but mm-hmm. it just doesn't surprise me, you know. Um I mean, you're the owner. There's, I mean, there's nothing you can do. It's not like um, it's not like the Clippers owner in 2013. You know what I'm saying? You didn't do anything crazy and literally call them. And there's a hidden video saying that you all different things about your players. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You didn't do that. No. Right. Um, but who knows? Maybe there's no recording. Well, who knows if you've done that before? You probably yeah. have. That's what right. I'm saying. Like, if you're caught doing something little as that that years ago, that many years ago, mm-hmm. what makes you think that that's just gone away and shrugged under the rug? Like, even a little, like you're the like you're the one in power. Yeah, your players. So. Who knows that he's not saying any little thing behind, you know what I'm saying? I, I totally feel you. I do. But just um, me putting myself in those shoes, me personally, like I can fully admit I've done and said plenty of things when I was younger, years ago, because I wasn't fully aware that yeah. I wouldn't dare say again now. You know what I mean? There's racial things I've said. There's sexuality things I've said you know what I mean we grew up in a time where it was okay to refer to someone using the f word when you're talking about you know sexuality that was okay you know what I'm saying it was it was okay to call people you know retarded you know what I mean like we we yeah. use those things jokingly but yeah. now like I, I wouldn't dare do that now if my job pulled up my old tweets my old Facebook posts my old MySpace pages everyone was using those words now but then right. but now I know better and my heart's in a different place now because I do know better. So once again, putting myself in his shoes, maybe his heart's in a different place than it was in 1957. You know what I mean? Like that, that's just kind of the way I see it. Cause things are much, much different now, obviously. Correct. I mean, very true. Um, I, 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 I can agree to a certain extent. Um, because I think for one, it's just a different situation. Uh, for one, we're black, 
So it's like it's completely. I think, and not to be biased, but it's it's different. Because when you're when you're when you're black and you do some something, it's like automatically, you know, ten times as much as another race doing it of the opposite race, not Hispanic, but the opposite race. Um, like if we do something wrong, it's 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 ten times worse. You know what I'm saying? Or mm-hmm. or it's just like to a point to where it's like blown up in proportion, you know, um, that's kind of like the situation, like kind of what LeBron was talking about. You know, if you listen to that press conference mm-hmm. that he that he said, I mean, it was like, I mean, he wasn't talking about, he wasn't talking about black and white specifically, but he was like when when a certain person does certain things, they get um criticized and slandered and this and this and that for something, but when something else gets brought up of the other side, it's it's nothing's been brought up. He got no questions about that whole Jerry Jones situation mm-hmm. at all. Granted, I mean, it's not even about it's not even about it's not even about the pitcher per se. This is about because that's a pretty big deal to be caught in something, a situation like that. Granted, yes, it was 40, 50 years ago, whatever. However, like, keep the same energy when it comes down to everybody else's situation when it, uh, when it's, when it's brought to light, because if you're, if you're not, if you're going to treat someone different, based off another situation then it's like based off who they are now oh because it's happened so much long ago so long ago then it's like oh okay it's whatever it shouldn't be it shouldn't be so advertised let let me ask you this maybe we can find some common ground here so who is more to blame in the situation is it jerry jones or is it the media in your opinion I would say the media. I okay. would I would say Jerry Jones is the blame. I mean, uh-huh. it's not like he leaked the picture himself and said, right. "Hey guys, look at what I used to do." Mm-hmm. No, um, I don't even know how the picture got leaked. To be honest, right. it was so really, random. It's, it's not even a leak, to be honest. I mean, it's just it's kind of public material, you know. That like that's a famous photo. I think it just someone just happened to realize that that's him in the photo but i mean like though there's plenty of computed oh, photos of, of that event you know what i mean so i, I wouldn't right, call it right. necessarily but i, I yeah. see what you're saying though yeah but yeah so for that he brought up mm. um i just think it should have been the same um same energy brought to light as if, if it was anybody else right um because if it was anybody else it would have been a bigger deal and granted like I said like do I think that Jones probably has a change of heart now I'm Mm -hmm. sure I'm sure he does I'm sure he does but we only know as much as we know right right you know what I'm saying Uh, he's a very smart man as well too um uh I I would just say this you 
when you see people of power, right, mm-hmm. and things that of their true nature, mm-hmm. even if you go back to a lot of people's childhoods, like, I mean, you you can't find like stuff like that. Like, like say a Mark Cuban. I'm mm-hmm. sure people can find old school pictures, this and like that. To I mean, Mark Cuban. I mean, all these powerful owners, right? Like, mm-hmm. if 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 it was there, if it was there, I'm sure it would have been already posted and you know sent out. And you know, if, if, that, if, that, if that was the thing. I got to strongly disagree with that one. I do because we let's, let's go to like the, the John Gruden situation, right? Like these top people. And I think we talked about this in a previous episode, these top execs, these top money makers, these billionaires, they protect each other. They do. Cause it's a tight circle. I can't remember what situation it was that led to this conversation that we had before, but it's a tight circle. So I do think that they would work very hard. They pay the right people, the right social media people, the right background people. They pay whoever necessary to make sure that certain things don't get out. So I, I wouldn't necessarily say well, that John it, Gordon, someone else did a, did, a, did a terrible job on him. Yeah, his yeah, no, table, he, he, table turned on him. him. For sure. Table, table did turn on him. For sure, you're absolutely right. But I think a lot of that happened so that other owners could save themselves because I think a lot of other owners realize okay, we need to make him the scapegoat so they don't go digging any further. You know what I'm saying? I, I do think that's a real thing. I think we're going to see something similar come out with uh, this Washington Commanders slash Redskins issue with their owner. Like, I think we're going to see him take a lot of the blame uh, and they're going to throw him under the bus. That way other people don't get investigated. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's something that happens commonly amongst these people with money. Yeah. No, that makes sense. They, they protect each other. They do. They, I think that's just a fact of the matter. Uh, it's sad, um, but it is what it is. And, and regardless of that, when things do come out, if you got money, like, come on, Jerry's got billions. You think this picture's yeah. going to ruin his billions? No. 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 <laughs> make, make that go away for sure. Exactly. Real quick. Especially if they won a Super Bowl. Please. Jerry, Jerry could have been in the front line of that photo, holding the black people back in that photo. <laughs> <laughs> It would not make a difference. Trust me. Trust me. Cowboys fans will forgive and forget. Trust me. Trust me. We know about that. We know they would. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, (laughs) um, But, yeah, man, um, as we transition, uh, so this has been a very, very interesting topic lately. Uh, It's been dominating the uh, social media, the group chats, the group memes, the black culture, the everything. Black the Twitter. All that. <laughs> black Twitter upset. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody upset about this move, about Deion Sanders. Prime. Prime time, Coach Prime, taking the job at Colorado University. Um... And uh, leaving Jackson State. And uh, a lot of people were upset about the move. Mm-hmm. Um, but, however, we're going to jump right into it. Uh, what was your first thought 
what was your first like instinct and like how do you, how do you think this changes everything when it comes to the HBCU culture now sports first instinct to answer your specific question my first instinct I was angry I was very angry uh, mm-hmm. I looked at it and I said Dion has turned his back like he came mm-hmm. in he he did a great thing. He established a fan base, established a winning culture, and then it's like he got his and he got out. Like that that was my first reaction to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but once it settled in, once I really kind of analyzed the situation, once I got more of the backstory, uh, I realized that you got to do what's best for you. That's in any situation, you got to do what's best for you, and I think that's what Dion did. Um, he came in with great intentions, and I think he left the program in good shape. Uh, I'm pretty confident that he wouldn't just walked away and left the program in shambles and said, "Shambles," and said, "Hey, y'all figure it out." You know what I mean? Like, I think they're in good hands. Um, he was there for three years. That's that's one thing. I, that's one thing I don't think a lot of people realize. I didn't realize it either because we mm-hmm. just started hearing a lot about a lot of the hype this past year when they had this amazing season, and maybe even the year before. I heard a little bit too. Right. Um, but people forget this man's been there for three whole seasons. So he did give them a good amount of time. Um, there's, I guarantee you, I don't have statistics in front of me, but I guarantee you there's not many head coaches at HBCUs that stay where they're at for three years. I can guarantee you that. Whether it's because they get fired, whether it's because, you know, they get another job, whether mm-hmm. it's because they quit, whatever the case is, I guarantee you there's not many coaches sticking around for three straight seasons and especially not giving you three winning seasons. So, we got to appreciate him for what he did, appreciate him for his time there, and realize, hey, he, he felt like he did all he could do. I mean, what more can you ask? I mean, had an undefeated season, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so when you look at it that way, like, what more is there to stay and do? Um, hopefully he put a lot more eyes on the HBCU uh, experience, you know what I'm saying, the HBCU conferences, the SWAG, the MEAC. Uh, but after that, it, it's time to move on. He's on to bigger and better things. Now, I will say, and, and I'm going to let you have it, I'm disappointed in the choice of schools. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like he should have waited it out. Could have went to a bigger program. Could have went to a more well-known program. I personally would have loved to see it come full circle and for him to take the Florida State job. That would have made sense. Yeah, that's, that like, that's impossible to turn down. Yeah, that that would have made crazy. sense. Yes. <laughs> but Colorado? Yeah. This just seems, it seemed random. Almost like he just jumped at the first opportunity to get out. And yeah. that's just the part that, that still rubs me wrong a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm sure, like, that was the very first offer. He was like, yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. I was like. Yeah, exactly. Calm down. Colorado? Dude. Like, really? You were kind of like, like, don't be that guy. Don't be that yeah. black guy. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That just, like, yeah. you could have had 10 offers, people gathering things up. Yeah. Uh, better organizations. You went to a school that was eleven. Mm-hmm. So that's how you know you rushed into this. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, it, <laughs> it was like chill. Out. Um, and it, well, I, I, I guess. We can't ignore the money, though. And I don't know if you're about to bring it up, but we, we can't ignore the money. Though. Oh, no, of course not. Of course not. Of course yeah. not. Um, and uh, just just to break that off, just to break down the money per se, 
getting uh, paid $5.5 million uh, for the next four years um, at Colorado University. He was getting paid $300,000 per year at Jackson State for three years, and half of his salary went to the organization. So he really got paid $150,000. Um, granted, Deion's a wealthy man. We could assume, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm sure mm-hmm. he didn't need the money. However, um, it's not bad uh, to, you know, as he says, elevate. I had to elevate. I had to elevate. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I make myself. Uh, so, uh, I mean, I kind of understood the situation. Um, however, my first instinct, I wasn't, I was not upset. I'm going to tell you right now, I was not upset. Really? And I'm really? going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you do. why I wasn't upset. <laughs> Please do, man. Why I wasn't upset is because I exactly what I expected of him. Uh-huh. I never expected him to be the swag savior. That's not what he's about. Deion is the type of person that if he starts dominating, uh, uh, I wouldn't say an era. If he starts dominating in a, in a situation to where it's no competition, he needs a challenge. Mm-hmm. And he go, gets up and goes. I mean, that's what he does. Yeah. He's getting boring for him. Yeah. He gets yeah. up and he goes. He doesn't this man, this, this man, this man did switch a whole sport. <laughs> he he did this in his professional career. Yeah. So it doesn't yeah. it doesn't surprise me. And yeah, it was cute. The HBCU talk. I mean, yeah, it was cute. He, and, and granted, he has done a lot for the HBCU culture. Um, he's gotten us on ESPN. Not ESPNU or Plus. Mm-hmm. ESPN. The, the first one. Yep. Not, not two. The first not one. Ocho. Not, <laughs> <laughs> so, not the Ocho. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm like, so... And before we were never on that. We we barely got on ESPN University. <laughs> barely. Okay, so he's brought in a lot of light to not only SWAT conference, but HBCUs in general has opened a lot of doors for endorsements for HBCUs. All these schools are all these uh, recruiters, even NFL scouts are actually looking at HBCUs now because of what Dion has done. Commend him for that, but I'm not surprised that he left. No, no, and I'm a, am I upset? No, I'm not. A lot of people are furious. Oh, he's a hypocrite, he's the backstabber, he's this, he's that. No, he's being Dion, he he is who he is, and that's where he's always been. He's gonna go for for one, the, the, the bigger challenge, mm-hmm. and for two. Eventually, he wants a bag too, and he wants to see yeah. what he can do 
on that level, yeah, he wants to see what he can do on the big stage. And I always knew it was going to be not at Jackson State. Granted, though, what I do say about why people are so upset, I don't think that Dion should have been so HBCU prideful because he made it seem like even in the previous podcast, even the I Am Athlete podcast, mm-hmm. HBCU going to take over the world, y'all, and I'm going to make mm-hmm. sure it happens. I'm going to be the one to make sure it happens. HBCU going to take yeah. over the world. You're going to make sure you burn your stuff to HBCU. Oh, like, he was doing all that talk, and I think that yeah. that's what bothers a lot of people to make yeah. it seem like he was going to stay forever. But yeah. I knew in my mind that, bro, this man's leaving, bro. It's all talk. It but was, don't talk like that. He, he, my issue, and I'm with you a thousand percent. I'm with you. And I wish I would have seen it the same way you did, because maybe I wouldn't feel as strong as I do now. But he, he did put us on the map. He did. He put HBCUs on the map, put black people on the map, put black college athletes on the map. But that's not enough. You got to see us through. If you want us to really respect you as a, as a game changer, as a culture changer, you got to see it through. And that, that, that's why I'm a little upset that he's leaving now. I really yeah. am. All, all eyes are on us now. I, I would have liked to have seen him stay for at least another two or three seasons, at least. Like, get your son through, get your son in the league, get some more high-profile recruits, steal them from bigger schools. You know what I'm saying? Spread the wealth. Let's see if other HBCUs can – can also get those prime athletes so they can actually compete and y'all won't run through the league like y'all just did. You know what I mean? Right. That, that's what I would have liked to see. But mm-hmm. to just, it's not even going out on top. To do what he did kind of leave in the middle of things, that just doesn't sit right with me. It just doesn't. Yeah. Pretty much. And I think and I think the, the way he's doing it is a little bit arrogant too. Because now, he, now he's doing it, he's just doing it so arrogantly. Now he's going to the Colorado University, like as like the God or whatever. Like I'm just like, yo, oh y'all need to go hit the transfer portal because I'm bringing I'm bringing the Calvary with me. Right, right. Everybody, like he's just he's just he's just doing he's doing the absolute most, and his son's already transferred. He's already the starting quarterback. He's already transferred. Yeah. Um, a couple other kids he got transferred um, already. He's going to – I mean, he's building a program, but I think his approach and his conference and his stuff that he said to the kids, yeah. it was just a little – I'm like, you're talking to kids, bro. You're not talking to grown yeah. adults. Yeah. You're still talking to, like, 18, 19-year-olds. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Chill out. Here's here's something. I didn't even think of this until we as we were talking about the topic, it kind of crossed my mind. But I have an issue, and I'm I'm across sports real quick, so follow me real quick. I have an issue with LeBron James. I've always had an issue with LeBron James. Me too. But my issue has it has nothing to do with him as a person. It does a little bit, actually. It does have a little <laughs> bit to do with him as a person. I'm not gonna lie to you. But the majority of my issue with LeBron James is that he goes to all these teams. Right, gets all this attention, mm-hmm. gets the team to do whatever he wants for him. Right, gets them to mm-hmm. build the team around him, bring all this hype, and you know what I mean. He he is the god wherever he goes. Right, and then he leaves and leaves behind a mess. 
<laughs> leaves you with a sorry team with no supporting cast, with no draft picks left. You know what I'm saying? Nothing. And that's what I feel like Dion just did. Yeah. That's exactly what I feel like he did. Went in, created all this hype, all this change, all these, you know, players, assets, whatever, whatever, and then left them high and dry. And that's that's what I can't really get with. That's what's not sitting right in my spirit, if I'm being 100% honest with you. I, I mean, I totally agree. I definitely agree. I mean, and that's that's what I think. I, that's what I think bothers me too. But it's just like that's who he is. That's who he's. That's what he. You know. That's what he does. Yeah. And it's not something that it's like uh, surprising to me. And I just think it's sad because you know the HBCU like. We have so much love for people that you know really are down for us, and so when we when we get an opportunity like Deion Sanders to represent us, it's like oh, we pour our heart out, and um, and you know really embrace you, and then you just do some crazy like this. Mm-hmm. It's heartbreaking, right? It's really heartbreaking, and it's like you know. How could you? But in my eyes, it was like I've seen this coming a long time ago. Uh, I'm surprised it lasted this long. Uh, right. I heard talks about him going to Auburn, and I thought right. it was yep. I thought it was a I thought it was fake news. Yeah. Um, but I kept hearing like serious reports about it. Yeah, the next head coach of Auburn University. Oh, okay. Like this wasn't like from some, some like this wasn't from some like little source. This was like a decent source. You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. that's what kind of raised the eyebrow. So when I started seeing stuff like that, I was like, uh, I'm done with this whole Dion mess because. Uh, even with the whole I am swag thing with the Ace, with the Alabama State coach mm-hmm. and him going back and forth, I'm just like, why did you even do that? Right. Because you really ain't swag. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. That, that was my next question to you, actually. Yeah, is he? Like, <laughs> I think he just proved he's not. <laughs> now, you do, now, now you really just prove what you would call it right. You know what I'm right, saying? Exactly. So, exactly. It was like, now you look, you just look crazy in the black community. Now you, yeah. just, you, you lost respect that you could have just gained and done it the right way. Because yeah. I don't think no one would have been mad that you left. But no, no people no, are. People are upset that you left in the in the beginning of the rebuilding stage, mm-hmm. and it was just getting to that point to where it was like ramping up. I think right. that's why exactly. people are upset. If you left exactly. in like two two years, maybe three, yeah, all right, cool, bet you, you, you did enough. You did enough. Exactly. exactly. We appreciate it. You know what I'm saying, but. Uh, but I also get from his standpoint too, like I and that's why I can't be too upset. Like, yeah, I'm putting a lot of money in this organization. Yeah, I'm I'm also using my own salary, my own hard yeah. money to do this. 
it's a lot of time and effort. Granted, last, I do my thing, kids. Last thing too, did you hear the story about his stuff being stolen? No. Invite me on that. Oh. So apparently the story out there is that uh at during the very last game, I think it was a SWAC championship game, uh when the team came in after the game, after they won, uh everything was missing from his locker. From his, his locker jewelry, specifically? Or just his locker specifically. All his jewelry, all his cash, all his, his phones, all his personal belongings were gone. Oh shoot. So, I mean, <laughs> that's just another thing added to the reason why I do understand him leaving. You know what I mean? If I'm going to do all this for y'all and this is how I get treated, yeah. <laughs> this is the love the black community shows me, I, then I get it. Yeah, but yeah, still, yeah. though, still, like, I just still think you got to see it through. You just do. Yeah, true. I did not know about that. That's crazy. Yeah. That's a that's yeah. a crazy tidbit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, uh, as we're transi- transitioning into another fun one, they got the college football playoffs. And guess what? Alabama's not in it. Thank God. Thank Alabama good. is not in the college football playoffs. Yes, sir. They're in the Sugar Bowl game, but... Um, they are not in the college football playoffs for the first time and I don't know how long. Yep. Uh, it's been a long time. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I personally can't remember a time and I've been watching college football for a minute. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For literally, literally, literally a minute. Um, but we have some really good uh, playoff games coming up right now. Um, number one ranked Georgia. Um, number two, Michigan is a very surprising number two. Um, John Harbaugh finally got his uh, I don't know, I don't know, he got something, he got something, I don't know, yeah. but he turned this organization around. Um, yeah. this is what his sixth, seventh season with the Michigan, so. and uh. Finally, he's gotten to them to a point where they've been dominating. Uh, they had a really good upset loss, um, upset win against Ohio State mm-hmm. uh, like two weeks ago. It was a blowout win, actually, and um, that was really good. TSU, number three, another team that's been like on the rise every year but couldn't get over the hump, but finally has done it. And you got Ohio State number four. Like, what do you think about uh, these teams? And um, what do you think about this college football season in general? Uh, definitely an interesting season. Uh, you know, I have a hard time keeping up, keeping up with college as closely as I should. Mm-hmm. Um, just when, you know, you got fantasy in the way. It's hard to keep your eye on too many things. <laughs> but uh, with that being said, though, I think it's going to be an interesting college football playoffs. Um, I, I will say I think there was a lot of – agreement this year in the top four I don't think there was much controversy you know what I mean I think it was pretty much a unanimous decision although I do have a slight issue with uh with uh TCU getting in there after they lost their uh their championship game the way they did their conference championship game Uh, I might also be a little biased because they lost me a a a pretty big load of money on that game (laughs) also so I might might be a little biased but (laughs) 
<laughs> but with that being said, though, man, I, I don't see anybody taking Georgia down. I don't. I mean, not only have they not lost this year, they have mm-hmm. dominated this year. They have yeah, dominated. <laughs> I don't know. Did, have they even played a close game this year? I don't think so. I really no. don't think so. I, I would have to go back through their schedule kind of week by week and look. But to my knowledge, what I remember, I don't remember any game being within a touchdown. So, man, I just do not see anybody getting in their way this year. Uh, Stetson Bennett, who I have not been a believer in since the jump, uh, he's playing like a rock star this year. That defense is still nasty. <laughs> Running game still nasty. Uh, I don't see anybody getting in Georgia's way. I really don't. Hey, man, I, I totally agree. Um, of them going to the national championship. Mm-hmm. But do I agree with you with them winning? No. I really? Really? I do please not. Please tell me who you have. Please, please I think, me. I think that we're going to get a, a, a big upset. A wild card win. And Tina is a high powered offense. <clears throat> Always under the radar. TCU. Please stop. Please stop it. I think it's going to be TCU. Please stop it. <laughs> no, seriously. I think it's going to be Georgia. And TCU in the conference in in the national championship game, right? Because we got Chick Fil A ball, which is Ohio State and Georgia. Yeah. Um, Ohio State has a really good defense too. So Chris Stroud is not no. He's no you know person to kind of like throw under the rug either. Okay. Also a Heisman candidate. Um, however, I just think that Georgia really hasn't had anybody to, I want to say real competition, mm-hmm. but kind of real competition, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, they had some strong matchups, they did have dominated, but like. I can't really, I can't really say that we don't really know what Georgia is really capable of because you know I think they haven't played, you know, any really, 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 really like strong teams. Uh, I know they played um, like one or two, but they were injured. Like I think they played uh injured Alabama. Yeah, that's fact. Um yeah. <clears throat> uh from what I from what I understand, like not fully strength teams, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that's why I think that like it sound like it this sounds like the easy pick, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh mm-hmm. Georgia, they're number one, they've been playing great all year, blah blah blah, blah. they're undefeated. They're, they're just gonna win it all. It's like no. It's like like they they may, but they may not because every team is full strength, and every team like that 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 can match up with them on defense and on offense. And TCU is a very high powered offense, 
Like, they score the most points in, like, college football. Like, they average, like, 35, 40 points a game. Mm-hmm. They give up a lot. Uh, well, they don't give up that much. Uh, but all their all – their, shoot, every game, that TCU game is always over 65 points. Like, if, you, if, if, a, t, if a game is played – anyone's playing TCU, the total is always 65. Or okay. sometimes it's been 70. So right. that means they can score. No matter what kind of defense, they, like, they score. Um, and Georgia, yes, they have a really good defense. But Stetson Bennett, I think, is a really good uh, manager of the football when it comes to, like, you know, making sure he throws the safe plays, not, you know, doing anything crazy. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he's always had a good run game. So it's like, you know, they've been good. Michigan has a really good run defense. Uh, they have a really good uh, passing defense as well with a good offense as well, which is why they're number two. But um, I, I just think uh, TCU is just the more power, high power profile offense. Um, with this Ohio State game, I do think Georgia's going to win, but I don't know. Uh, just because Ohio State uh, does have a good, strong defense, but one of their top receivers just declared for the draft and said that he's not going to play in uh, the playoff games. So uh, I forgot the receiver's name, okay. but he, he, he he's, he's like one of their number one receivers. Yeah, not her. That that's big news actually. So that's another reason why I'm just kind of like, okay, Georgia probably gonna win that game, but no one else did declare for the draft. So mm-hmm. that not saying that that player alone is gonna be like the key, but I mean it might. It's a that's a that's a high card uh, receiver, right? That that could be scoring, you know what I'm saying? That's like, right. uh, who knows? That could be like a Jennings or Jamar Chase not playing, you know what I'm saying? So right. um, I give them that. So that may be another easy matchup for them as well. You get what I'm saying? Because they're not playing a fully strength teams. So give them in a place to where they can play some full strength and get a little pressure on them. We'll see what George is about, but I don't know, man. A lot of times, if it's the if it's the easy pick, a lot of times they don't win. Uh, not everyone's a Bama because they run things differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, but who knows, man? I'm just I just like to be the oddball and uh, see some things go a different way. So I'm excited. I'm definitely excited for sure to watch these games for sure. Oh yeah, it's gonna be very fun. Very interesting and um, exciting year because uh, Alabama's not in it. Alabama's not in it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I want to talk about a little bit of NBA real quick, a little bit of NBA. Um, I actually had a question. I want to play like a little game. Yes, sir. Uh, About your boy Street Clothes. (laughs) Hey, man. 
Trico's been balling lately, man. Come on. He has. He has been balling lately. He has been balling lately. I can't lie to you. I can't lie to you. But don't don't count it. Uh, don't don't count him as MVP yet, though. Okay. 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 He's I mean, he's back. He he's still got plenty of fits. He's trying to get off this year. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. He's trying to get off. <laughs> you can count on that. Trust me. Hey, hey, he's looking he's looking really solid. He's been <laughs> no, but like dominating points, rebounds, yeah, uh assists like the past twelve games prior to this last game injury. Yep. I he he was literally averaging like thirty six, uh fifteen and and like five or something like that. Like it, it, it's it was like prime AD, and they were on an eight game, eight to eight out of eleven game win streak. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, he's just been looking really good. However, um, I do want to ask, I do want to play the game. Uh, would you rather? You know, I, I brought that up a couple weeks ago, or probably longer than that, uh, about a month ago. And um, I want to bring it back up. See, who would you take right now? Then uh, right street now. clothes. Street right clothes. Now. All right. All right? All right. Yes, sir. Let's so, Kawhi <clears throat> Leonard. I mean, he might as well be street clothes junior. I'm taking, I'm taking the OG street clothes, AD. <laughs> I'll take AD too. I'm taking AD too. I'm, I'm about to, I'm about to call Kawhi sweatpants. Matter of fact, we got street street clothes and sweatpants. <laughs> I'm taking street clothes. <laughs> street clothes. Okay, Demar Derozan. Uh, I'll actually take Demar. I can count on him hooping every night. Okay. Um, James Harden right now. I mean, got to take AD. We haven't seen Harden much this season, although he was off to a good start. Uh, but I got to take AD. I need to see a little bit more of Harden to see which Harden we're going to get this year. Okay. I'm a little biased. I'll take Harden, but, you know, it's <laughs> a, a little biased, a little biased. Um... Okay, I'm trying to think of a good one. Pascal Siakam. Uh, I'll take AD. I'll still take AD. Siakam's like a like a B grade AD in my opinion. Mm. When healthy. healthy. Interesting. 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 I'll take AD too. Uh, I got one more. I'm trying to pick a good one. Uh. Okay. Uh, no, it need to be a big. What well, doesn't really need to be a big? Oh, okay. I got one. What about Dane? Like Dane, right Dane, now, Dane. Like, like right like now. Dane time? Right oh, now. So- it is always Dame time. Always, I, I'll take the abdomen strain, the hamstring strain, whatever it is. It's always Dame time for sure. 
for sure. It is always. I, I have since the championship game, however long ago that was, Lakers won it. Since twenty twenty, yeah. I have yet to see AD come up in the clutch. Yes, he, he's playing uh, great yeah, right true, now. True, true, Play, playing sure. great right now for sure. But these games aren't that meaningful. As a matter of fact, they're not even a playoff team right now. So these games <laughs> definitely aren't that meaningful. Exactly. <laughs> they're literally like eleven still. Exactly. Exactly. I haven't. I've yet to see AD come through in a super clutch moment, and that's one thing I can count on Dame for for sure. So I got to oh, go with Dame on that one. Got to. Totally agree with you on that. Totally agree with you on that. Um, but yeah, man, that's it. That's it for our episode. Um, it's been really good, bro. Uh, we got a lot of definitely more to talk about soon. Yes, sir. Um, but everyone else, appreciate y'all for listening and tuning in. We are on every platform available that streams podcasts. So go check us out on that. And also our Instagram on from the dot nosebleeds. On IG. Yes, sir. We out of here.